प्रभास Um, the amazing thing is Sanjana is also a mother to an adorable ten-month-old baby boy, and uh, we are very excited to talk about Sanjana's pregnancy, birthing, that entire experience of motherhood. Right? So, I'm ready, Sanjana, because <laughs> I have time. Yes, to- when I'm ready, I'm excited. I'm so looking forward to this conversation. Brilliant. So we'll start from the start, right? When how did you find out that you were pregnant? How did you suspect you're pregnant? And how did you tell your husband and family? What was that like? Me and my husband are a very uh, no drama couple, very simple people. And uh, yeah, so we planned to have a baby, and by God's grace, the very month we planned to have a baby, we were blessed with a baby, and uh, uh, it was a huge relief because. I have become a mom at 34. My husband's close uh, to 10 years older than me. He's 44. So for us, we are like elderly parents, right? We are not like those parents who are 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, who can very the fertility rate comes down when you become uh, a elderly woman. It's called elderly prime gravida or something like that, right? Yeah. So um, the chances of you conceiving easily is lesser, and then people after their thirties or thirty-fives they go for IVFs and do whatnot. So I was a little bit petrified. Well, everything just happened when I wanted to happen, and by God's grace, everything just happened. <laughs> That's amazing! Congratulations. How did you break the news to your family? How did you tell them? I didn't tell my mom. I didn't tell anybody. I, my husband came home and pet me laddu phut rahe the. I just showed him the pregnancy test. Uh, you know, uh, Sachit saying, "Okay, see, 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 it's positive, and that's it." And I didn't tell my mom. I wanted to keep it very conservative for two, three months. And once um, the baby is a little bigger, I'm more confident. That's when I wanted to open it up with everyone. And my mother, the detective. <laughs> All moms are detectives, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So I was going to Manipal Hospital the very first month uh, for my first checkup, and my mom came with me, and then she was all speculating what's happening with my daughter. Why is she not telling me? Why is she going to the hospital so many times? But mom, it's a general checkup, and then I told her, "Mom, you stay here. I'll just go meet the gynecologist then come." So I just went into the gynecologist cabin, and I started talking to her. And my mom sitting right next to me suddenly. <laughs> जम्पिंग <laughs> 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 
that's amazing it's such an amazing story but you know i think after becoming mothers we tend to now understand so much more about why they do what they do because in that scenario i think you would also do exactly the same my mom was a detective she would have been so successful <laughs> successful amazing and how would you uh, so you know you were pregnant i think when after the covid second wave but there was still some little bit of fear in there so did that impact your visits to the hospital or what precautions you were taking no and after i was pregnant also there was a lot of covid doing the rounds um yeah i did take precautions of not going to heavily crowded areas i took precautions of first staying indoor and my back gave up i felt like i was carrying some 100 kilos in my body and i'm this very sporty and very strong woman so uh, complaining about pain and all does not come to me easily even if i have the worst pain i'll be like it's okay i've taken a painkiller let's go work but my back just gave up especially close to closer to delivery it was it became so sensitive my lower back i really suffered with the back pain and i was like exhausted by the end of my pregnancy you can't sleep the last 3 4 months you know how it is you've had two children yeah. so uh, just turning left and right and sleeping to a comfortable side also was a huge challenge in itself yeah yeah and now when you think you want to do it all over again you like do you really want to go through all that again but yeah women will be women you like kids and you want to go through it all over again i think it's also because you know then for the second one you're not really thinking so much about the journey you sort of know what the end result is and it's such a cutely baby <laughs> and so himmat chahiye yeah what think with that big a heart you have to have a lot of courage since we reached that point like what was your thinking like what are you thinking at the moment when you say that okay i feel like i'm ready for it what goes on in your head Yeah I'm definitely ready for it as much as I'm a career oriented woman I have entered a phase um, in my life and I'm psychologically more of a family kind of a woman also today so I kind of want to balance out my responsibilities because all my life I have been on the run from the age of 12 I have worked from the age of 12 I have worked I've been on the run catching up with everything so even now I'm on my toes I'm on the run but as much as i'm on the run i also sometimes think i give the leverage to myself saying okay look back towards your family because ultimately it's your family who will stay with you and it's not the career it's not the glamour it's not the achievements everything will fade with time and age we when we see our parents we feel that you know and we see uh, we have that uh, uh family kind of a compassion in our country which has still uh, uh, been uh, which is still retained in itself very beautifully like the western countries don't have that and people suffer with so much isolation so much depression and uh, everything is um, you know the result is so psychologically connected it's the choices you make for yourself so i think uh, having a beautiful family is really really lovely and uh, one should do the right thing at the right age and not regret later no absolutely so well said i think um, since you are an actress right it's a very big thing coming from you that you know um, family and then you know balancing your career cuz i know you very closely and you haven't let the fact that you are now a mom stop you even once you are still equally compassionate you still work 
as hard so what drives you sanjana for me it's like how i need food is the same way i need work <laughs> well said Yeah, for me it goes hand in hand. If I can't work, then I think my husband will run away in a day. <laughs> so, uh, and previously, how it used to be is my husband used to be like, if I would used to travel, when is your next flight? When are you traveling? You should take a break. <laughs> so he used to be like that. But even now, I keep myself so busy, and there are so many things that are driving me and keeping me busy. So yeah. catching up the things uh, in itself uh, is keeping life going and it's a beautiful process you need to keep evolving every year you need to evolve more and more like look at really powerful people like look at narendra modi or look at uh, you know so many other leaders who are really old look at some actors who are really old look at the ones who are active look at anil kapoor he's active look at amitabh bachchan he's active and look at the others they are not active So when you look at someone who's not active, it's not necessary that Anil Kapoor is the number one star of the country, or everybody makes their own space here, right? But uh, what happens is if you keep yourself active with the process of aging, you age beautifully, you age gracefully, you age purposefully. You know, rather than you uh, sitting like a old hack there and just gossiping, wasting your time. and you lose respect for your own activities if you're not working absolutely yeah so a working mind is like a god's own uh, you know mind working and a empty mind is like a devil's workshop that's always been told so yeah so a working mind is like a god's temple you don't have time for nuisance or you don't have time to be involving in uh, non productive things yeah. so i think life should be like this yeah. very well said very very inspirational also Yeah. So that period of pregnancy and birthing, right? So um you struggled with back pain and so on and and did you deliver in Bangalore or I think you flew down? Uh, no, no. So I had my doctor who's a friend who flew down from Hyderabad for my delivery. Okay. Who's a very dear friend. Right. So she was like, "I am coming when you're delivering. I am coming into the operation theater." And she's a gynecologist herself. So I very much delivered in Bangalore, and I delivered in the very best facilities. I delivered in Manipal Hospital, and they really took care of me so well. Uh, it was a very overwhelming experience because when uh, when uh, you become a mother, so, so, so emotionally bonded and going through a C-section because my baby was heavy. uh it itself was a huge task you had a c section or you had a normal delivery two normal deliveries <laughs> you had two normal deliveries so you're lucky so i over ate when my baby was in my stomach i over ate meat i over ate food because i wanted a hatak hatak tagda baby okay i i because still the baby is very fragile however hatak hatak tagda he is He's a very tiny, so I was very greedy about his size. I was like, "It's okay, I'll go through whatever has, uh, I have to go through, but I need a slightly healthy baby so that I can carry him easily and things like that." So I had a lot of uh, uh, aspirations. So I went on a uh, uh, eating stroll, and then after that uh, came the day when he told me that uh, when they told me how your delivery is ten days away. But your baby's weight is such that uh, it's time for the baby to come out now only. So tomorrow morning you get admitted and get the C-section done because the baby is heavy. Okay. I told, okay, fine. You know, let's go through this. I thought it's going to be one small lick, and what else? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
चलो इतना देख लिया लाइफ में ये भी कर लेंगे ओके सो घुस गए ऑपरेशन खत्म The stab is so bad. The C-section stab is so bad. The cut in your stomach later on is so bad. It's like you've been stabbed three thousand or four thousand times in your stomach. That 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 bad of pain it was for me to recover. So my husband is sitting next to me and uh, <laughs> he's making faces. No, but that's how that's how much pain uh, I went through, and for me to recover from that, the first three four days it was uh, very adverse, like uh, like it was intolerable. Yeah. Yeah, but then yeah, looking at the little one and looking at the uh, immediate responsibility of being an injured mom, but yet you have the responsibility to feed your child, and that becomes your priority over your pain. You just. Um, Mend your brain. Focus on the child, not on the pain. Focus on the child, not on the pain. And yeah, that's what happens finally. And thing uh, I ask everybody at this point, right? Because uh, it's it's a very important uh, thing that we tend to forget very fast. So the first time you saw your child, first thought in your mind, the moment you lay eyes on Alali, is this for real? Is what my feeling? Yeah. Is this for real? And did I just give birth to another life? And yeah, it was very beautiful. You know, my husband also had tears in his eyes. He was thinking of his mom. If his mom was alive, she would have been the happiest person, sort of a thing. So yeah, it was very special. It was very. It was the most beautiful feeling ever, yeah. ever, ever. Yeah, I think that's the that's one of the core reasons why women some women decide to have a second child because that was for me like I I wanted that feeling again once more it's it's overwhelming isn't it Yeah, it's absolutely overwhelming. It's amazing. I'm so then going for first first few days after Alaric was born and then you had just had a C-section. How were those days? So those days were a challenge because I had a whole lot of people telling me, "Don't do this, do that, don't do this, don't do that," and that really takes a toll on you. Like not one thing or two thing. Like every five minutes, I had people taunting me what I have to do, or every three minutes, I had people taunting me what to do. So if there's food kept in front of me and I'm reaching out to food, they'll snatch it and say, "No, now you're not supposed to eat this." And I was like, "Why are they behaving like this? It's really harsh." Yeah, but uh, yeah, kind of coped up with it. Yeah, and for a lot of women, uh, especially weeks, because there's just much there's like a hormonal havoc that's happening, right? Uh, they go through, I mean, a lot of emotional turbulence. Was that something that you also faced? It's, it's called baby blues, but. No, I would I would just feel in my mind uh, that you know he leave me alone sort of a thing. Yeah, <laughs> with my baby. <laughs> with my baby, yeah. Yeah, I was I, I it was still here, but I just sailed through it. Yeah. I just sailed through it without complaining. Yeah, I think yeah, a lot of it is attributed to the fact that inherently you are a very positive person, right? You're you're a very strong. Individual, that's good. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you can be put in the roast. 
ওয়ার্ক <laughs> It's a drill. It's a drill. <laughs> I'm sure you're you're going through the same. I'm going through the same. Yeah. I have playing here right behind my office. So I mean, she's like working, playing. But you have two of them. How how are you handling them? <laughs> and both are one is in a very fidgety age, and one is just learning to walk, and she's in a hyper fidgety age. The younger one. মানে <laughs> you should get to hear tones any which ways so yeah okay. fine whatever true true fine whatever fine whatever that so now i'm like so evolved that i don't respond to tones yeah jo bol rahe hain unko bolne do unko unka kaam karne do hum hamara kaam karenge unke bolne se ya karne se aisa nahi hai kuch cheeze badal jati hai so If somebody elderly is saying you don't have time for it, I will just smile and be like, okay. <laughs> I'll try to make that. Try to make that. It's a good strategy. Nice, nice move. Yeah. You don't lose out on anything. You're still responding in a negative way. Hmm. Just stay calm, smile, respond. How soon did the alarik respond? Did you actually get back to work and start like you know? I never stopped working. Like on the day he was born, I suddenly saw my Instagram stories has forty five thousand views, and I was like, "What is happening?" Oh, and then when I was there on the bed, and then he was sleeping next to me, my phone was with me. I wanted to divert myself from the C section pain, and I was like, "And I knew his name is going to be Alarik Pasha." So I had a certain name in my brain. If there's a girl who's born, this is what our name we'll name her. Because hospital may you have to give it for the birth certificate, right? The girl is born. This is what we'll name her. The boy is born, and this is what we'll name him. Is what we had planned. So while he was sleeping, and then I was like suffering in pain. I wanted to keep myself busy. The workaholic uh, worms were doing the rounds in my brain. I'm like, let me just make Instagram page. And in the hospital bed itself, I sat there and I made his Instagram page. Then one led to another. I was like, why not make his Facebook page? My profile is trending, so on the very first day he'll start trending. 
he's just born so on the way first day he's born itself i sat and made his um, he was born at 6:33 am so on that day itself i sat uh, on 19th may and i made his uh, facebook profile also i interlinked both and i started work so i didn't show his face of course but uh, apart from showing his face i just started posting things on that ंगल and uh, don't be at the um, you know uh, don't listen to unscientific suggestions uh, argue do your research have a doctor whom you can reach out to who is very uh, uh, flexible to reach you over a phone call also not just if you want to physically visit select a doctor like that who is available over a phone call or advise if you going to your doctor once in a way if your doctor is not reachable for whatever reasons over the phone make sure you take a checklist of all your questions when you go and uh, if elder people are giving you 500 suggestions just say okay sure i will follow but do what is scientifically correct do only what your doctor says you respect your elders it's fine you keep them high in uh, their space it's fine you place them high in your life it's fine but do only what is scientific Excellent! Great words of advice, uh, Sanjana. Thank you so much. Don't get it's not worth it to, to be arguing with people. Really, it's really not worth it. And sometimes you have to see your elders uh, again and again. You need to bump into them because they're family. And it creates an awkward situation. Saying, "Oh, she's so proud. Oh, she's such a uh, wicked mom. Oh, she's such a, a bad listener. Oh, she never follows. She she's not at all humble." So why get character assassinated? Absolutely. No, very well said. I think uh, that I think I've read this so many times. Where women are like, even if I do this, I get uh, taunted. Even if I do this, I get taunted. So I don't know what to do. <laughs> don't do anything. <laughs> Just say, oh, okay, fine, thank you, <laughs> and do your thing. Thing, <laughs> yeah, best strategy, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Great, great. I think with um, that we. Uh, we've come to the end of the show but sanjana it was such an amazing exciting discussion with you and um, especially your advice for new moms i think that is super duper helpful thank you so much for taking the time out sanjana today thank you so much hina thanks it was lovely talking to you very nice makeup <laughs> thank you <laughs> you should go out for a coffee <laughs> okay thanks, thanks. bye bye bye